Why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? Welcome to Hot Takes, where you get a sneak peek into this week's Patreon-exclusive interview. In today's Hot Take, I ask Father Deacon Simeon to explain how he thinks about the connection between personal spirituality and religion. Enjoy it. Well, I, you know, oftentimes I think people are reticent to use that word uh, in our contemporary context, because it it tends to be restrictive. The fact is, is that religion will always be a human experience. We we require religious guidelines, religious practice, in order to move us towards the mystical experience. Um, what I what I particularly appreciate about orthodoxy is that. It's the religious practice leads everyone towards the same jumping off point. Um, now, we each will have individual sort of experiences, the individual experiences of, of, of theosis. But because we share the same religious practice, we can have this sort of affirmation, this foundation that we've all gone through that religious experience together, those religious practices. We are a community, and even though our experiences are individual, we're bound together through that practice. And I think there's, there's an important reality there that I, that I don't see in sort of the spiritualist movement in modern, um, in modern life, where it's simply an individual activity in the mind. There's no, there's no need to sort of be obedient. There's no need to subject yourselves to the will of the people. And, you know, in, in some ways, this, my, my Marxist history really appreciates sort of the idea that everyone in the Orthodox Church is the proletariat and, and we're, all, we're all part of working and, and pulling in the same direction. Um, but I think that's what religion is designed to do. It's designed to bring unity to a, and, and collect people together who are in a diaspora. There's, I don't know if you've ever heard of the temple complex in Turkey called Gobliki. Tepe. So it's, it's the earliest human construction in the world. It's somewhere between, you know, 12 and 15,000 BC. And for a long time, you know, modern anthropology had uh, put forth the idea that human beings went from hunter gatherers to semi nomadic uh, to agrarian. And it was like agriculture and economics. And then you build a city, and then after you have a city, you have a specialization of labor. And then after that, you get religion and art. But what they found here is that it was, in fact, this temple complex, this religious expression that drew a number of groups together. And so it was religion that starts the coalescing of people together uh, into a single unit. And so that's why religion is necessary. It's not as, uh, an add an add on that comes after you've created a culture. It is the the foundation of a culture. And in fact, you know, worship is what we are designed as human beings to do. And I see in other religions and and other expressions of spirituality a lack of that connection between the gathering together and the individual. Uh, mystical experience as necessary as both being necessary uh, in orthodoxy both are 
part of the same thing. And you, you, like I said, you can't know what it means to be Orthodox and never attend a liturgy. It just, it's, and I, I know a number of friends of mine who are enamored with Orthodox spirituality, but don't understand that without making that, you know, step of renouncing the heresies you, you came from, which you do in, you know, in, in the process of becoming baptized or spitting on the devil or turning your back on this and accepting the will of the church as your guiding principle in life, that theology, that reading simply remains a cognitive process. And I have one friend who is in the midst of being torn apart spiritually um, because he is reading a lot of Orthodox writings and trying still to understand and live those within an evangelical framework. And it's, it's driving him mad. And the question is, that what do you, when do you relinquish your pride and say, I'm not the kind of thing as an individual who can determine what the church should look like? The Prying Priest is a social media-free podcast, so any word-of-mouth recommendations you can make to your friends and family about this show would go a long way. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Say, why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the